Welcome to Beyond the Hill, reaching beyond the walls of Pleasant Hill Christian Church with real talk, with real people, about real life, encouraging you in your day-to-day walk with Jesus. And now your host, Pastor Trevor King. Well, thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Hill for another episode and um, something that may be pleasant to you all and pleasant to myself as well is this will actually be the last month that I record a podcast without a guest other than Bruce. So Bruce is usually working the magic on all of the sound and the tech and and uh, so you don't have to hear me by myself much longer after this uh, this podcast. So beginning next month we'll have new guests on and discuss some new topics and uh, really get into that real talk with real people about real life. So I'm looking forward to this particular podcast because what I want to do is I want to address a question that is often asked by Christians. I've asked it myself. Bruce has probably asked it, uh, I'm sure, over the course of his life, um, his wife, my wife. uh, Most of us have asked this question or some of us have maybe felt or desired some sort of confirmation. And that question is, are we saved? How do we know that we're saved? What is it in me? Because I prayed, God, forgive me. I put my faith in you. I give you my life. I give you everything of who I am. I choose to follow you. And then you start digging into God's Word and you're praying. And and, and sometimes, even though you may be walking with Him, you aren't seeing these miraculous signs all the time. So what is the confirmation? What are the ways in which we know that we have been saved by God's grace, through our faith, in the one and only Jesus Christ. And how beautiful of the Bible to do us that favor. So, if you are listening to this podcast, I would encourage you to uh, pull out a Bible, a smartphone app, whatever it is that you can use, or just pause this for right now and then get whatever you need to get, and then let's dig into it. But the Apostle John, also known as the disciple whom uh, Jesus loved, wrote three little letters towards the end of your Bible and uh, before he wrote about the Revelation. And in 1 John chapter 5, verse 13, I want to read this. And again, if you're reading your Bible or smartphone app, go to 1 John. That's where we're going to be finding these signs, if you will call them that. But in 1 John chapter 5, verse 13, this is what the Apostle John writes. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. So for those of you, and for myself, and for Bruce, and for everyone who listens to this podcast, those of us who believe in Jesus Christ, have put our faith in Him, are under this category. He said, so all, all of you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. So he's saying, these things I have written to you. This is how you know. And what we're going to do now is we're going to start back at the beginning of this letter. We're going to pull up the nine things that we see throughout this letter to understand that God's Spirit is truly working within us, empowering us, changing us, and molding us into the image of Jesus, which all of us should be striving for that picture. So if you have your Bible, if you have your smartphone app, or um, whenever you get to the Bible, we're going to start going through 1 John. So maybe you don't have a Bible, but you want to write these down so you can go back and check. 
I'm going to be reading out of the New American Standard Bible. So if it sounds a little bit differently than what you have, it's just a different translation. But I want to want to dig into that. And before we dig into it, let me just remind you that all of us have probably asked this question. So this podcast being one that we're trying to target real life, the real life question is, how do I know I'm saved? How do I know that, that God really loves me? One of those questions I used to ask was, does God truly love me? After everything that I've done, does God really love me? Has he turned his back on me? And not in the first letter of, of John, but in First Timothy, Paul actually wrote to Timothy telling him that Jesus came to save sinners. And Paul actually said, and I am the foremost of all. He's saying, I was the worst of the worst, but by His grace and by His mercy, I have been saved. So Paul's saying, I was the worst of the worst, but now I'm the Apostle Paul, and I'm writing to you, Timothy, to, to continue preaching the Word. So, so wherever you may be, you may be one that's lived in church. You may be one that's a newly convert. You may be brand new to Jesus. You may be listening to this podcast for the first time and not even know who Jesus is. But I want you to listen to these scriptures. I want you to read them yourself, check them yourself, dig into this word, and and truly come to peace with the fact that as God lives in you, God is going to be seen through you. And when God is seen through you in these nine signs, you can stop wrestling with the the question of, does God love me? Uh, Am I saved? And you can put your faith and your confidence in Jesus Christ and continue to do that. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and dig into this. And the first thing that we find is in 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. Let me go ahead and read it. He says, But if we walk in the light, as He Himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. So the first thing that we see in a saved believer is that we have fellowship with one another. And also, we have fellowship with God. So if we hate being in relationship with God, or if we hate being in relationship with one another, if we do not want to be in fellowship with fellow believers or family members who are believers, then we really need to check our heart. But the Bible says that if we live and walk in the light, as He Himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus His Son cleanses us from all sin. So that's the first thing. How are you in fellowship? Are you uh, participating in church events or, or attending and fellowshipping with, with people, with fellow believers, or are we not? And, and again, these nine signs are all just self-assessment. These are all checking your own heart, see where you are at the moment. And if you are one that sees all of these things and says, yep, I'm doing pretty well, and I see them, they're evident in my life, then I would tell you, as Joe Dirt says, keep on keeping on. But if you're one that says, you know what, I am not one that does these things. I, I do not live by these things, or I'm brand new to Jesus. I don't even know if I have put my faith and trust in Him. Then I would tell you that today, as you listen to this podcast, I'm not trying to preach to you a sermon. I'm not giving an altar call over the podcast technology, but I would tell you that if you have never called upon the name of Jesus Christ as Lord, if you've never put your faith and your trust in Him, if you've never been baptized in His name, if you've never called upon Him, and if you have never, ever, ever repented of your sin and turned to Him, I would highly recommend you do that 
and you find the free gift of eternal life, which is found in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, moving on to uh, sign number two, it's found in the very next verse. So, it's 1 John chapter 1, verse 8. And he writes this, If we say that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. So he is saying that if we ignore our sin or if we completely tell ourselves that we do not sin or we look past it, kind of like when Jesus said, do not look past you know, the log in your eye just to pick out the speck in your brother's eye. So if I am one that's constantly judging people and looking at all of the shortcomings, and, and let me just ask you this, Bruce, while, you, while you're doing the sound. This is a question you can answer with a nod or with a quick... Have you ever seen people do this? Just completely ignore themselves and their sin and just find every flaw in you or other people and be sure to point it out. Absolutely. Aren't those the best people to deal with? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We can make another recording just for those people. But if we are a people that just completely ignores our sin, says we do not sin, and we don't need to ask for forgiveness, we don't need to get down on our knees and plead with our Lord to forgive us, uh, we don't understand the severity of our sin. And um, if we do that, then we need to check our heart. We need to repent. We need to ask God to forgive us because all of us sin and we all sin daily. I mean, it's just a matter of your mindset or your thoughts or your words driving down the highway and stuck in traffic. It's how you respond whenever your boss gives you a, an assignment that you didn't think you were, were needing to do or when someone else gets to leave early. It's, it, it's your response when your kids do things or when your spouse does things or, or, or it's the actions you carry out to, to help relieve the stress from life. All of us sin in one way or another. We all have our own struggles. So if we ignore our sin, we do not own up that we sin and we fall short. Then the Bible says that the truth is not in us. Because the truth is, like Paul said, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And I would highly encourage you, if you are one that would be honest with yourself, to say, I ignore my sin, I look at everyone else's, I would tell you to stop focusing on theirs and start focusing on yourself, repent of your sin, and call upon the name of Jesus Christ to forgive you of that. And, And moving on to the third sign, because we could get stuck on that one for a long time and get really sidetracked, <clears throat> but moving on to sign number three, it's found in First John chapter 2, verse 3. So it says this, By this we know that we have come to know Him. So this is the relationship that, that you and I as Christians are, are called to have. We are, that we come to know Him if we keep His commandments. So this is by obeying God's commands. This is His word. This is His commands. This is His precepts. And this is a constant obedience to His Word, to His commandments. So if we keep them, we live by them, then we are showing, a, as David said, I'm going to store your Word up in my heart so I may not sin against it. I want to know it. I want to know who you are. I want to know how you want me to live. I want to know what your Word says. Therefore, I am going to keep them. I'm going to obey them. And... <clears throat> And that is something that we all strive to do. It's on a daily basis. So moving on to uh, number four, sign number four. It's found in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15. It says this, Do not love the world, nor the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 
So this is going to, and this is not saying you can't love the people because God so loved the world, right? I mean, John 3.16, the most popular Bible verse of all time. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. So whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. What John is writing here, to, and it's, it's a little bit different, He's saying if you love the ways of the world, if you love the desires of the world, if you love money over giving, if you love uh, lust over uh, holiness, he's just talking about the ways of the world. So if you live your life based off how the world would tell you to live and the desires of the world, the desires of the flesh, then you are actually loving the world. And if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. This is why Jesus said that you and I are to be the lights of the world. We are to be the salt of the earth. We are to be different than the world. Because the world is darkness. John 1, we read that the light came and the darkness could not prevail. What was the darkness? Well, where did the light come into? The light came, Jesus came into the world, the earth. So the earth, the world is full of darkness and we are to be the lights. We are to be different than the rest of the world. So, just look at how you live. Do you live? Do you spend your time, your resources? And do you live in the ways of the world? So, number five, we want to see in verse 1 John chapter 2, verse 23, we see something that I hope no one here that ever listens to this podcast does. But it says this, Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father. The one who confesses the Son has the Father. And this is denying Jesus Christ as the way, the truth, and the life. This is denying Jesus as the one. And we all know people who have completely denied Jesus Christ. We know people who have denied that there is a God. There is no God. It's all by accident or we've evolved over time. Survival of the fittest. And here we are. Survival of the fittest is a joke. Because if you were to look around at some of our people who are incapable of doing anything productive because they do not have desire, because they are just lazy or, or whatever it may be. It keeps them out of their own mind. They, they keep themselves from doing things. This is not survival of the fist. This is a world in which we live in that we have been purposely placed for, for a purpose. So this is the root of our philosophy and our theology all in one verse. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father, but the one who confesses the Son has the Father also. So, what that means is if I confess the Son, Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world, the one and the only way to the Father and to eternal life, then the Bible says that we have the Father also. So, <clears throat> that's one thing we have to understand and those people that deny we just continue to pray for we continue to preach the good news to we continue to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ and uh, pray that one day God will open up their eyes of their heart and convict them in a way that they surrender they confess they repent so moving on to sign number six uh, this is found in first John chapter 3 verse 2 and John writes this beloved now we are children of God and it has not appeared as yet what we will be. So he's talking about something that will come. We know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him just as he is. And he goes on to write in verse 3, And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as he is pure. And John is writing about the coming of Jesus and how we as Christians should long for 
the coming of Jesus. It doesn't take long for us to really think about this once we turn the TV on. Watch the news for five minutes and you will desire the coming of, of Jesus. Um, Bruce, am I wrong there? I mean, when you turn the news on and you see all of the wickedness, isn't it just like, sweet Jesus, come? Absolutely. Um, just every all the wickedness going on in the world, just you you want to long for a, a better a better situation a better world and and as you say that you know you want to long for um that's exactly where we should be because as we can turn the tv on or as we can turn the radio on and listen to all of the current events going on or get on our iphones or our samsungs or whatever it is that you have it doesn't take long for you to access um news that will completely destroy your hope and the thing is is as christians we should as bruce says we long for the time in which it's going to be better than this and it takes about five seconds to ten seconds of watching the news to remind me that thank god this is not it this is not all that we have to look forward to because one day we will be with him in glory and we long to see the time in which he opens up the heavens and and, and returns so that that's the first six. So moving on to seven. So we have a few more here. Uh, first, uh, first John chapter three, verse nine. This is what he goes to write. He says this: No one who is born of God practices sin, because his seed abides in him, and he cannot sin, but be, cannot sin because he is born of God. So what he's not saying is he's not saying once you ask Jesus to come into your heart, you're never going to be tempted to sin. You're never going to fall short again. Because we all know, Bruce could tell you, I could tell you, we all know, anyone that listens to this all knows, we all fall short. And doesn't matter how long you've walked with, with Christ, you are going to make mistakes, you're going to fall short. But he says here, who practices sin. And that's talking about the intentional a practice of it. So if I choose to just live in drunkenness because that's what I want to practice, or if I choose to live in adultery or idolatry or greed or gossip or whatever it is, sin that we struggle with, whatever it is that you used to practice, he's saying that if you practice sin, then then we are wrong. Then if that's you or someone you know, then you need to encourage them or you yourself need to repent. And you need to ask God to forgive you. So practice sin equals no God. Because if we are to truly be saved and God truly live in us and us submit ourselves to Him, we are constantly repenting of our sin rather than repeating. And we're constantly trying to pursue holiness and be more and more like Him. So uh, point number 8 is found in 1 John chapter 3, verse 14. When he goes to write, we know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brethren. He who does not love abides in death. And he writes in verse 24, same point. The one who keeps his commandments abides in him and he in him. We know by this that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. And what he's talking about is that the spirit that God gives us is a spirit of love. If you go on to read... The rest of this letter, you'll read multiple points about God being love. Uh, the love, the one who does not love does not know God. He writes, "For God is love." And 
if we say that we love God but we do not love our friends or our brothers that we do see, then we are actually liars. So, so the, the eighth point is that we love, we serve, and we help for one another and with one another. So we love one another, we help one another, we serve one another. And if we do not love people, that is the second commandment behind loving God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. If we do not love others as ourselves, then we are disobeying the command, and we are not living as God would call us to live. So if we do not have love, then we need to evaluate our hearts. We need to call upon the name of Jesus. Again, as I mentioned over and over, um, that is exactly where we need to go. We need to be at His feet. And if we do love, if we do serve, and we do help, then again, you can rest assured in the confidence in which we should have in Christ Jesus our Lord. And the tenth thing that I want to want to mention last, and I kind of hit on it a little bit earlier, but in 1 John chapter 4, verse 15, he says, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he ain't God. So if you today confess that Jesus is the Son of God, if you believe in your heart and you, and you confess with your mouth that He is God, He was raised from the dead, He is the Savior of the world, then the Bible says that God abides in us and we in Him. So those are just nine things that you can read through this letter. And, and again, chapter 5, verse 13, John writes, These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. Because the key is, is, as Christians, we do not want you to constantly walk around and worry after surrendering yourself completely to the Lord and it actually prevent you from truly living in the purpose God has for you because of your fear of the unknown or your fear of, well, does God love me or does He not? So for those of us who are true, genuine followers of Jesus, Christians, we've been born again. Uh, I want you to read these nine things as listed uh, through this podcast and in the letter of 1 John. Evaluate your heart, evaluate your life, and be confident in Jesus and in the Spirit of God that works within you. So, again, as I mentioned at the very beginning of this recording, uh, this will be the last month that it's just me and Bug and Bruce when he's trying to do tech, and I'm asking him questions, and uh, he's got so much on his plate already. But this will be the last month that it's just me. So I'm looking forward to next month getting on uh, with some new people, some new voices to all of you. I pray that if this podcast encouraged you or gave you some confidence or maybe convicted you, I pray that you would share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it on your Facebook page or whatever it is that you uh, have access to share it through. And if you're looking for a way to grow in your faith, uh, we also have a Sermons at Pleasant Hill Christian Church podcast recording in which we post our uh, weekly sermon each and every week onto that news feed, onto that podcast channel, so that you can um, hear the Word of God preach and proclaim each and every week. So for those of you who are listening to this week, I want to uh, say one last thing before I conclude here. Our man Bruce is beginning a new journey. So he is uh, beginning a new journey in his life. And I just ask that whoever you are, wherever you are, that you would pray that God would use him, that God would bless him, and that uh, God can be seen through this new journey in ways that it maybe wasn't before or Bruce wasn't able to before where he was. So all about new journey, new things change. It's sometimes scary, intimidating. And uh, I pray and I hope that God will use Bruce in new ways 
and in great ways and will bless him and bless his his wife his marriage and their home and uh i just ask you to to join me in prayer for that so again if you enjoy this podcast share it subscribe to our fellow podcast the sermons at pleasant hill christian church and i uh, just want you all to know that we love you all we are thankful for you all i hope you have a great month and um share this love it subscribe it and we'll see you next month